Welcome to Deep Talk with Annie and Josh. I'm Annie. And I'm Josh. And this is the space where we really just share our self-reflections and thoughts around different things that pop into our head. Yeah, I don't really know what category this podcast would fall into, to be honest. (laughs) It feels like it's just a random assortment of whatever we want to talk about at whatever given time. It will be a mishmash of really interesting things. I don't oversell us. That kind of depends on us being interesting people, which is, you know, the, the jury is still out. Hopefully our interesting jives with your interesting. <laughs> um, but just just a little bit of context on the naming of our podcast, Deep Talk. You'll notice that deep is spelled differently, and that's actually because my last name is deep. I mean, technically it's pronounced yip, but... Uh, that can be a conversation for another day. Yeah, we'll save that for some of the cultural episodes. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. All right, we're live. We're doing it. It's real. How, how, how do you feel? <laughs> Nervous. Nervous? With our audience of you and me? No, we have followers. We do have followers. It's our great, great friends who love and care for us. Yeah, shout out to anyone listening to this. Uh, Kudos to you for finding our little tiny slice corner of the internet that we've decided to claim. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We don't really know what we're going to do with it yet, but uh, we welcome you all to join us on the journey as we kind of figure it out. Honestly, yeah, we're just here to kind of share our (laughs) thoughts about random things that pop into our minds. and typically they turn into pretty good conversations. That's a good that's a good place to start as any, right? Like so I guess why are we deciding to start a podcast now? If you could put it into your words, what do you think? Um I think it's really cool to share and exchange ideas. Um I feel like it makes life feel more fulfilling when you can have that kind of exchange and kind of like bounce things off of each other um, because you're not just like living in your own head um, and you're learning more about the things and people around you just by sheer nature of conversing. Wow. You thought this out a lot more I really than me. Didn't. I mean, I really I, it's didn't. Not, well, if that was on the spot, that was pretty uh, eloquent. I don't know. I'm just kind of thought it'd be fun to try. Okay. <laughs> You know, I've always thought that like, oh, you know, all these people making money on YouTube and stuff, I want to be a content creator. But then it comes to the point where I'm supposed to actually do the thing mm-hmm. and then I really don't want to and I just get lazy and I keep putting it off. But putting a podcast together seems more my speed, you know? Yeah. Where I think I start to worry is where, like, we are doing this for fun, but what if, like, these episodes end up not being, like, a full conversation? Um, we'll see how that goes, but yeah, regardless, I am, although I'm nervous, I'm also excited. Is that really a concern of yours? I don't know. I mean, we're just talking in our house, in our dining room where we normally would talk anyway. All that's different is we have a little mic thing recording Mm -hmm. (laughs) in between us. That's true. Pretty much the same. Well, it's kind of in your face, but okay. Well... I guess that's fair. We don't actually, when we had the idea for this podcast, we weren't talking at the dining table, right? No. We were laying in bed. 
Yeah, we were laying in bed. Do you want to talk about the origin story of how this idea came to be? I feel like it is more of your brainchild than mine, but really it came from late night conversations where I would lay in bed and have these random thoughts pop into my head. Um, I've kind of gotten to, into a habit of just becoming more self-reflective as I've gotten older and these thoughts tend to just happen before I fall asleep. So I would tap Josh on the shoulder and like, Hey, are you asleep? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. And what was meant to be just like what I thought was a quick answer, like yes or no, ended up just turning into conversations like time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is difficult for me because I <laughs> like to go to sleep. <laughs> And so you always do this and then it would, you know, keep me awake. And then before I know it, we're, we've been talking for like two hours in bed. Yeah, and... but it's your favorite time. Well, that's why I was like, these conversations are great, but can we channel them into a different outlet? Well, let's see. <laughs> and thus, Deep Talk, the podcast was born. Really just as an excuse to have my wife talk with me here instead of right before I try to fall asleep on a weeknight. <laughs> I guess so. That's how it came to be. Um, okay, so I guess we can also start by talking a little bit more about kind of our overall relationships with social media, because I think we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Um, I consider podcasting a form of social media, do you? Um, yes, but more no. Why? I, or I don't know. I mean, is it like inherently social? I guess it is social, but I guess to me, social media means that you can comment back. And I'm not saying that you can't, but like usually on these platforms, there's no like forum. Is that the right word? Where like you can just interact directly with the people putting out the content. I mean, like you can obviously create like an Instagram account or like a Twitter account. Wait, so are you saying the difference is like the speed at which you can respond? Because what happens if we make a podcast and then someone makes their own podcast where they just respond to our episodes? I guess so. But how would we find out about it if like, like it's just not immediate in okay. the podcasting platform, right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And to me, like, yes, you are sharing. And in that kind of way, you are interacting with people and you have an audience. But that feedback coming back doesn't really get to you very fast and not in the same channel. Um, so to me, podcasting is, but it also isn't. Like I find Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, I don't know. I, I'm not on TikTok, but like those things are more what I deem social media. Okay. So then why do you, uh, I mean, you and I know that we're both not really huge active content creators or anything. What makes you want to start a podcast now then, as opposed to being a content creator on those other platforms? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Say the question one more time. I guess, well, so why do you want to be a content creator in the podcast space as opposed to any of the other platforms for social media? Uh, I think it kind of takes the edge off when you don't have to like, be so in the weeds about how things look and rather it's just like your thoughts. Hmm. I mean, I think it's easier to speak your thoughts than it is to even type your thoughts. That's true. <laughs> yeah. for that, I mean, for me, I feel like 
all the other ways to create media or content. I mean, it's so much work. I mean, I'm not saying that this isn't a lot of work, but I think it's easier for me and how I deem work, <laughs> like difficult. Wait, I don't know if that made sense, but I hope that made sense. You're sending me down like a random unrelated thought, but have you ever looked up like podcasters that you listen to? Look them up? And yeah, way? like seeing what they physically look like in videos and things like that? Yeah. Is it, is it, do you ever feel like it doesn't match what you expect or something? Uh, totally. Yes. For one, um, there are some that I've never tried looking them up because it's just never really crossed my mind to like go there. And then there are some where I found them over on Instagram and then kind of went the other direction. So I already knew what they looked like. Hmm. I guess my experience is very different than yours because I find it very, very um jarring i guess to see what they actually look like because i hear their voices i am super associated with it in this one context like because a lot of the podcasts i listen to mm -hmm. i listen to very consistently yeah like some of them i've been listening to for like eight years or something right mm -hmm. but then when you see someone actually making those noises it's <laughs> weird because your brain's not used to it uh, there's not a visual element to it you know i'm used to doing it like when i'm you're listening to that noise that voice signature when i'm mowing the lawn or something fair yeah no it's totally trippy when you learn what people look like when you go from just knowing their voice yeah yeah did you get your thoughts out on like your relationship with social media mm, yeah i can talk about it i mean i think i generally have an addictive personality and that's mm -hmm. kind of why I've always been very hesitant to be super active on social media. Mm -hmm. I think even back in like the MySpace days, I because I was in high school at the time, mm -hmm. um, I guess during my formative years, social media was really taken off and it felt um, like I quickly realized that it was adding a lot of pressure into my life because I'd, I'd worry if I was in someone's top eight, I, was, I would worry if someone's going to message me back, are they going to accept my friend request, you know, yeah. all these types of things. Um, I could tell that they were adding pressure to my life, but whenever they went right, there was very little payoff. So it felt like I was taking on all this pressure and risk and, uh, heartache in some situations or whatever, right? Like there was all this downside to accept, but very little upside to make it worthwhile. Mm. Um, and then that coupled with, you know, I'd blink and I'd been scrolling Reddit for 30 minutes or something like I genuinely try to shy away from social media, but that's why I think podcasting is nice because, you know, like, like we're doing right now, we're sitting down and we're having a conversation very intentionally with our time and we're not opening it up to like the floodgates of a bunch of stuff bombarding us all at once. Right. Yeah. No, that's a really great point. I will say kind of touching on, um, just my own relationship with social media it's, feels like it's opposite of yours a little bit or at least like how it started like because i started with facebook or zynga but i didn't really isn't do that, anything isn't that before myspace huh zynga? Isn't, isn't zynga before MySpace? i don't know i started late my cousin made it for me i didn't really use it but facebook was what i really started on and i thought it was so fun and refreshing because they had 
it was just such a new space and everyone like had apps and you can paint on people's walls and leave little sticky notes and that was a fun time um and then as people started posting more like cameras got better and i think that's when things started to change um and that pressure set in the same one that you were talking about but over the last couple of years i started following like more content creators who just like create for joy and it's been like refreshing in that kind of way so finding that same sense of fun but like sorry the same sense of fun that used to be there at the very beginning which i think is kind of cool um and being able to like maybe it's like the intentionality behind like who you follow and like how you're viewing the information creating boundaries in that way but um anyways that's that's an aside <laughs> i yeah i completely agree podcasting is great because you do get to be more intentional and like the long format is something that is kind of um what is it undervalued it's like the uh the snail mail of digital times or yeah like that, it right? really is like you get to like sit in it longer really like take it in and like revel in it or like <laughs> maybe not, maybe revel is too too positive of a word but like really like sit and steep in these ideas and concepts and not necessarily like lose your way because you are getting bombarded with everything yeah yeah and so i think it's really cool i think it's really interesting how you I've watched you do this where you kind of curate your social media feeds and stuff to, to things that you really, uh, really care about or really like, mm -hmm. I guess I've done that too, but I find that it just tries to lead me to buy stuff <laughs> and it's like, well, now it's only stuff that I actually care about. So the ads are more effective and it's like, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a lose, lose situation for me because I'm either going to lose out on time or I'm going to lose out on money buying stuff. I probably don't need to be on this. Mm, that's really interesting. Yeah, I, I don't really get I mean, I still get ads, but I'm not really tempted to buy anything outside of fabric. <laughs> um, and maybe it's just because of our hobbies. Um, yeah. But I think I go very deep with my hobbies. And so really, I'm looking at like the bare, like foundational supplies for making things. And so mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's, it's not like as shiny, like it's still shiny, but shiny in a different way. I'm like, Ooh, I get to make something and that making something is going to take a lot of time to get there, but I'm going to fully enjoy the process from like point A to point B, um, to get that thing. So it's not instantaneous, like at all, but it's so, so fun. Um, I think there's something there, but I'm not, I don't know. So you're going to have the, uh, the deep vlog to go or deep hobby vlog to go along with the deep talk podcast, right? No diving deep. Diving deep. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to change my handle. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like the pun changes though. Does it? It's a little different, right? Contextually. I mean, I'm diving deep and I can talk about deep things. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about why we want to be content creators. I guess we've talked a little bit already about why we want to do podcasting specifically versus some of the other places, but on a broader level, like why now, why a content creator at all? I mean, I'm personally always creating things and it was just a matter of time. I think before like getting into this space or like trying it out at the very least, um, why now? Well, I feel like it's because for us, like, I, I don't think I would do it just like on my own. Um, I think it's because you also have the 
time and space to do this and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to edit the audio yeah. I'm willing to handle the other things and so this is just kind of like the perfect marriage and like podcasting right between the two of us um uh, but I I'm always kind of creating and I I do think I'm gonna try the other formats as well along with this we'll see how I balance that but did I answer the whole question yeah, I mean, Why does it take so long? Oh, oh, the perfectionist side, right? Of trying to make things really good. And like, I think we're settling on, let's just make sure we get it out the door and then like get better as we go rather than trying to strive for perfection. Because we actually like threw out our, is it a trailer? Yeah. Our trailer like a month ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, and we recorded one episode. It was going to be on slow living and I... Honestly, I have been feeling a little embarrassed because I'm like, oh my God, we haven't pushed anything out, but it's because Josh got really busy and I was like, oh, editing is not my thing. Um, and then also just like, is this really what we want for our first episode? It's just like the culmination of all those thoughts and ideas. And basically where we're at is let's just do it and see where it takes us. Yeah. Yeah. Or at I least that's that. how I see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much on the same page. I think initially, though, this, besides the whole trying to reclaim some of my sleep time thing, like, <laughs> this was really just a, why not now? Like, we've been talking about starting a YouTube channel, doing this, doing that, uh, travel vlog, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like you don't need to have such pomp and circumstance around all this stuff, right? Like, this can just be a day-to-day -day thing. Um and the reason why I think I'm really invested in starting something like this now is because it's really interesting to see how I've grown and changed as a person over time. Mm. And I don't know if I could handle watching YouTube videos of myself because that would be too real. But <laughs> listening to how I talk about things as a podcast seems probably more digestible and I could just fast forward. Wait, too real in what way? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It just feels cringy to look at yourself, you know? Oh, like your mannerism. Yeah, like... it's like, it's too much. No. But on a podcast, I can probably imagine the hand movements I'm making as I'm talking and doing this right now. Yeah. But being actually able to see it is a whole nother level. Well, I think you're great, so... I don't think it's like cringy and I mean, we're also present us, not yeah, future us. I mean, whenever you listen to yourself talk and a recording, you no, always feel. True. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I I'm, think it's just a natural phenomenon that everyone goes through. I'm, I'm trying to get comfortable with the idea of like, um, well, seeing the growth in things rather than seeing it at face value for like where you used to be. Um, because there is beauty and change, right? And so yes it might be cringy but there's like something to take away from it and that's what i'm trying to lean into more yeah i think the the process is really where you should be focusing right like yes the process because it's easy to compare yourself to be like oh man someone already has a podcast or a youtube about this specific thing i really wanted to to create about right mm -hmm. but they're so far ahead i'll never catch up to them but really I mean, every one of us is different. So all of our content is going to be different. And we're just comparing ourselves to ourselves yesterday. Yeah. Right. Like that's the measuring stick, not us versus PewDiePie or something. You know, it doesn't make sense to do that. Who's PewDiePie? He's, uh, he's a bad example, but 
other people would know him besides you. Okay. Um, okay. Not not in my my circle of yeah different I different follow. circles of interest. Not in your curated social <laughs> media feeds, obviously. I don't know. I, I I had a thought earlier, but it kind of escaped me. Let me ask you this then: Do you think that everyone can and or should be a content creator? Um, I think that everyone can be a content creator. Like, why not? I think it's, well, this is, this is my own personal belief, but it's because of like the experiences that I've had, um, and how I personally feel like on a day-to-day basis. Um, I think it's awesome to create. Um, there's that like balance between creation and consumption. And I personally feel better when I'm creating, like, I, I love the act of creating things like painting, sewing, crafting, making pottery, cooking, just like having activities and sharing um, experiences with like you and like friends, family, things like that. Um, I think that all falls under creating, right? Like experiences, memories, um, things, actual physical things. And consumption is fun because that's where you can draw ideas. But I do think that there is like you can take it too far and we can get into that another time. Um, but so, yes, I think that everyone can create um, and whatever they want to create. It could honestly be anything like you could literally put anything you want out into the world today. Your second question of like, if everyone should be content creators, who am I to answer that question? I guess the, the like the inverse way of thinking about that though is like, okay. are there people where you're like, nah, he or she should not be a content creator? Um, I feel like that just boils down to whether or not I would want to watch the person's content, right? That's fair. Yeah, because like again, I don't think I would personally stop anyone unless they were like putting out really hateful things, like malicious intent, essentially. But um. I mean, I don't have any problems with people just wanting to create if they want to create. Yeah. I, I guess I really think that everyone should be a content creator. And... Oh, that's a very strong opinion. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, I, that's why I was kind of curious on asking you because I think I have a pretty... I don't think it's that strong, but I guess that's... You never think your own opinions are strong. Um, I think everyone should be a content creator because like what I was talking about earlier where I want to be able to reflect on my own growth, right? Mm -hmm. I have to be able to see it somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, that's easy if you have people that you're really close with and you see them all the time and they can kind of measure your growth and talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. But being able to see it yourself is different. Um, And that's why having a YouTube channel, having a blog, having a journal, physical paper, paper journal, um, any of that type of thing that allows you to do some more deep self-reflection over time and kind of track it. Uh, I think that's really powerful. And I think people don't give that enough credit. Um, okay. So when you say content creator, you don't necessarily mean in like the podcasting space or YouTube. Or no, like no, right? not mean, exactly. Like, just but the act of creating. I don't think I mean, when I say creating, I don't think I have it as broadly as you do like crafting and sewing and stuff. Okay. Um, I think people need to put their thoughts out 
Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, just getting their thoughts out and like reflecting on it. Yeah, that's the content that I have in mind. When oh, okay, okay. Creation. I mean, if that's the case, and yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess my my definition is so broad that it's difficult. <laughs> that's why I was like, of course you should, right? Um, I am a big advocate for self reflection, journaling. I mean, how else are you gonna grow? Well, I mean, like, and like conversations, right? But like. I mean, well, this is one of those things where it's like, I think everyone should go to therapy, right? But I actually, <laughs> this is another You don't thing. think so? Oh. Well, I had a conversation That's with That's not what I thought you were going to respond. I think <laughs> therapy is very beneficial, but I think it's only purposeful if you kind of have an idea of what you want to talk about or work on. Yeah, that's fair. And you have to kind of already be in the mode of like, yes, I want to like receive therapy in order to actually take it in and do something with it. Because um, because there's there's been ideas or like thoughts thrown at me where like, oh, do you think that this person should go to therapy? I'm like, even if I thought someone needed to go to therapy, if they don't themselves think they need to go to therapy, therapy is not going to work for them. Isn't that like a chicken and egg thing, though? Because what if they never think they should go to therapy, right? Like, what if, I feel like to get to the point where you're like, okay, I need therapy, there clearly has to be some type of arc of self-growth, self-growth, right? Like, mm -hmm. you have to be striving for that in some way. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't, and you never get closer to that, you know, you're never going to think you need therapy unless there's some type of trigger, right? Isn't the trigger hitting a wall and like needing to ask for help? I guess so. But if you were one of those people that hits that wall, right, mm -hmm. metaphorically, physically, whatever, yeah. um, if you've never done that before, why would you go to that as your first choice or second choice, third choice, when you could have just coped with it in all the other ways you normally would? That's a really great question. And I think it comes down to exposure. Exposure to what? Just knowing the benefits of therapy. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. But I, I think that's why everyone should go to therapy, just to like understand what it is or what it can be, even if they don't need it at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. I say this as someone that's never gone to therapy <laughs> and the vast majority of my perception is based on TV and podcasts and YouTube and other people I've talked with, but I can fully admit that I probably should go at some point. <laughs> Do you know what you want to work on? So on the flip side, I've been to therapy and I've done it for like... Um, I think it was like close to a year, something like that. And then eventually like I plateaued and I'm like, okay, I'm good for now. I could probably go back to therapy to like process more things. Cause sometimes when you feel stuck, that's also a good time to go to therapy to figure out like what that is. If you can't get it through journaling or talking with people. <laughs> but I didn't expect your answer to be that. And I guess we both surprised each other. <laughs> Wait, why, why did I surprise you? Huh? How did I surprise you? That you think everyone needs to go to therapy. And then I think I probably surprised you by saying that I don't necessarily feel that way. Yeah, we were kind of flip-flopped in a way I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's the that's the beauty of this, right? Like we had a lot of assumptions about each other and we're going to kind of figure it out along the way, hopefully. Yeah. We did it. We pretty much got through our first episode just about, I think. Yeah, we took a couple turns. Yeah, pretty, pretty meandery. Totally. I, uh, as we were done talking there, I was like, I don't remember what we said the main 
topic to talk about was going to be. But, you know, we got from A to B. It's just B was in a very different place than we expected. Yeah. Um, so at the end of every episode, I'm thinking maybe we can talk about a couple things, right? Mm-hmm. So one of those being any favorites that we've had over the last week. And this can be pretty much whatever you want it to be. Favorite person, favorite thing, favorite TV show. Uh, what comes to mind for you? Yoga, but also a documentary that we watched recently called Get Smart With Money. Um, had a lot of really great takeaways from it. And it was just cool to see different people, like oh, there was a couple, but like different groups of people going through life with their with different experiences and uh, needs for their financial situation and seeing how they could like better themselves and like how they think about spending their money and taking care of themselves. What was it called again? Get smart with money. And where was it? Netflix. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good job asking for these little context bits. Yeah, I know. I knew, but just in case anyone listening actually wants to go just watch it. it. <laughs> uh, it's a lot easier to talk about it than edit it. I guess it's true. <laughs> Um, for my favorite of the week, I'm going to go with the sport of pickleball. Okay. Um, I've been a long time tennis player, played a lot of table tennis, even did some badminton and stuff. So I've got a lot of racket sport history, mm-hmm. but I think pickleball is special. And there's a reason that like, I don't know, it's, it's taking over the U S at least by storm. Um, it doesn't take too much space. It's really easy to get into. Um, and compared to tennis, especially it's really really social um since the court's so small it's a lot harder to be mean and rude <laughs> to people because you're like 20 feet away you can see them and you can hear them when they mutter stuff under their breath so i think everyone's just on a better behavior and they're nicer and it's much more friendly and there's like tons of these open play events where you don't need to know everyone you just kind of show up and get involved and before you know it you'll have a bunch of new friends right um it's funny because I don't think I'm realizing I've probably never played anything super serious because people aren't muttering anything mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the fun of it. I've definitely been the under the breath mutterer before. I've been <laughs> on both sides. But um, I also wanted to say that pickleball is very refreshing for someone like me who works in tech, I think, because I am constantly surrounded by other software developers, other tech bros, people just in the tech bubble, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's really easy to get out of touch with, uh, you know, other professions, other people and other walks of life. And it's nice to have these types of experiences to really ground me. Um, Yeah, that's what yoga is to me. Yeah. Yeah, like literally. A lot of creative people tend to go to yoga. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Not surprised (laughs) at all either. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah. And, And I think both pickleball and yoga right like not only are we just working and talking with people in different occupations and stuff Mm -hmm. but just people in different stages of life right like i've talked with or played with a lot of people that are way younger than me Mm -hmm. i've played with some people that are way older than me Mm -hmm. um it's just kind of a spectrum and i think that's really the beauty and appeal of it yeah we've got one lady she's like 70 two maybe like somewhere between 72 and 75 and she's still doing yoga going into inversion she's so strong i'm like i so admire her and she's actually grown two inches since she started doing yoga which is wow, really cool. like elongated her yeah spine. she elongated wow. her spine i strive to be like her in the future 
That's impressive. So cool. I can't touch my toes now, but maybe if I work at it until I'm 70, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, uh, let's move on to one other thing, which is, are there any goals that you would challenge uh, our listeners, which might just be you and me, but if there is anyone else out there, challenges for them for the next week? Mm, yes. I, I thought about this a little bit earlier. Um, and I would like to challenge y'all to think about how you consume things. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with consumption, right? It's just more like, is it adding value to you? And are you actually fully like, you know, getting the most out of it, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I challenge you to think about how you're consuming things and maybe even create on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, maybe even, um, I'd say if I was talking to someone and I wanted to give them an action item for the week, it would be to look and note down your habits. Because oh, um, I think, you know, there's all these people who buy that book, like Effective Habits, 10 Effective, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Like, there's, yeah, there's all these books for this stuff, but people buy them and put them in their cart and then they don't read them or they don't finish them. And I am completely guilty of that. And that's why I'm adding this as my own action item, because it's something I've been needing to do for a long time. But I'm taking a break from work for this next week. I don't have anything going on. So I'm just going to kind of reevaluate how I'm spending my time, what I'm doing with it. Um, And I think that's super important because until you know what you're doing or where the problem is coming up from, you won't be able to change it. Right. Mm -hmm. So habits, go evaluate them, go figure out if there's something you need to be doing better or something you could cut out, maybe stay saved or make some more time in your life. Um, it's going to be different for everyone, but it's probably something we should all be doing all the time. I agree. Um, I just realized that consumption is probably too broad and abstract of a word, like even just how you consume time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess they're related. Yeah, they're related. Okay, perfect. Uh, anything else you want to end off here with? No, but I hope you enjoyed this episode because yeah. it actually ended up being a lot easier and less nerve wracking than I thought it would be. So thanks yeah, for yeah, joining yeah. us. <laughs> That wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty easy. I mean, we were just yeah. talking. Yeah, I know. I mean, to be honest, you made me lead the conversations a little bit more. I thought that the, the podcast is named after you. I thought you were going to be taking the reins a little bit. The first episode just added so much stress. So, Josh, yes, I, I am leaning on you totally for this first episode. And as we continue, maybe I'll lead it a little bit more. Um, but that will be a challenge for me. So, okay, I'll challenge you next week. Okay. All right. I think we're going to end it there. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye.